0: Who are you? What does it mean to be human? What is truth? Is your red the same as my red? Is free will truly free? What is morality? Join us as we explore these ideas and more in The Philosopher's Stone.
1: Hello fellow alchemists and stoners, welcome to Philosopher's Stone, where we do a little bit of what we like to call game chair philosophy. Here on Philosopher's Stone, our purpose is to spark synergistic conversations on a myriad of complex and complicated topics. So Dustin, how are you doing today? Yes. Yes? You are doing yes? Yes. That is exactly how I'm doing. That is exactly how you are doing. Okay, any in particular reason for yes, or <laughs> just yes?
0: It's a, it's a nice word. It's a nice word? yeah a lot better than no no is not a nice word yes is a very nice word depends on the context in my opinion (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing fantastic i am ecstatic and excited ready for this episode talking about the nature of power okay that's how you how you pronounce it sounds about right to me
1: somewhere along those lines what is that french
0: uh, German, I think. Oh,
1: wow! I cool. don't know.
0: <laughs> Could be Mongolian, for all I know.
1: Mongolian. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right.
0: You read anything interesting this week? Reading. So I'm still plotting my way through the Intelligent Investor, and I've also picked up the Art of War. Okay. Is, yeah, I think I've gotten. I have a a book. I think the first half is like without commentary and the second half is like with commentary. And so yeah. right now I'm reading like the first half just to kind of see what what was what was said. And uh, it's 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 interesting. Yeah. What do you think so far? It's 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 interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. It's I mean, I'm not like any sort of like you know, military general or anything. And so I can't really say for sure, like, you know, what what works in like in, in the in the battlegrounds, you know, on the in a, in a militaristic aspect. Yeah. But I can see how how some of the, I guess, some of the lessons can kind of apply to life a little bit. Yeah. I can't I can't think of like a like any sort of like passage off the top of my head, but like I think there are some things that that. Yeah, no, 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 it's, yeah. it's enlightening.
1: Yeah, I've read a little bit of it, and it's very, like, the kind of style of writing, I think, was new for me, of just, like, just kind of these little kind of one-liners of ideas, and doesn't really kind of explain the full idea, at least whenever I was reading through it. But, yeah, I I think interesting is a good way of putting it, so. Yeah. What about you? How are you doing? So I've been continuing through Thomas More's Utopia. That wasn't the question I asked. Oh, I'm sorry. I've <laughs> I've been doing good. <laughs> goodly. Good Goodly. i have I've been doing Goodlier. <laughs> That's good. More Goodlier. <laughs> More Goodlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My life is good right now. I've been learning, been messing around with some new stuff, and it's been, been fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Now, have you read anything interesting lately? Now that I've asked the question, now that now you can answer.
1: Well, not really. All right, I'm kidding. Yes. I, I've continued through Thomas More's Utopia. Mm. And I think, I don't know if one of the previous intros I mentioned, like, that they make quite the claim and, like, it's going to be... We we may have to do a third episode on Ideal Society. Yeah, I think we've mentioned that, like, once or twice. Yeah. Or thrice. With the part that I'm in now, I think yeah. I'm starting to realize that a lot of it is satire. <laughs> or thrice. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, the ideas are now being presented. It's, like, it... He's saying, oh, how could anything, you know, th- this is ideal, this is amazing, this is great. But then, like, of course, it's not really an ideal idea. It's not the optimal idea. And so it's interesting. Yeah, it- it's an interesting read. And I think that's added another level of complexity because I do think it is satirical in some sense for making comedy or light of certain ideas. So yeah, still chewing on it, still working through it. I don't know if that's entirely it, but with some of the stuff that I've read, it seems to be that way. So yeah, it's been been interesting. Sounds interesting. Yeah. I, I would I would recommend people give it a read if they get it get the time.
0: Yeah. That's no, yeah. good stuff. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Anyways, moving on from that, because we want to get into the topic for today a little housekeeping for those listening in the discord we're recording this weekend like today and then i think it's every other weekend for the next few weeks if i remember correctly
0: i think i think one i think like three weeks from now i think is we're we're gonna be skipping one or something like that
1: yeah i think it's like the 10th and then the 24th i think are next two so yeah just kind of keep your eyes out in the discord and we'll keep you guys updated with that for those of you listening through you know not the discord through what we've those of you listening online like if you guys have any thoughts on our episodes feel free to pop in the discord the link should be in the description of the podcast so but other than that i don't think we have anything major going on do we
0: i don't think so And we do have the debates channel, so again, those listening to the recordings, if there's anything you wish to add in, be like, "Oh, you guys, all of your opinions are garbage, and my opinions are correct." Well, feel feel free to swing by the Discord and let us know through the the debates channel and add in your correct thoughts and your, you know, objectively true opinions and stuff like that that last one kind of sounded a little insulting i didn't i didn't mean in that (laughs) point is if you have ideas if you have you know this is supposed we're trying to make this like kind of an ongoing discussion right so yeah yeah yeah. if you have any you know listen to the episodes like man i wish i could have commented in this episode well you know it's not too late again just swing by the discord and then drop in your thoughts in the debates channel so yeah, yeah. yeah we'd be really ex- interested and excited to to hear your your thoughts
1: yeah and, and that's kind of our idea here is like by no means are we expert on the topics that we talk that we speak on but the hope is if we have a discussion if we do it poorly hopefully people will be less intimidated in having these discussions so that being said i think we're ready to jump in today's episode that sound yeah. good absolutely let's do it all righty so yeah today we are discussing the nature of power and real quick before we really get into the discussion as always a full disclosure to us information is information is neither true nor false good nor bad right nor wrong and our responses to these topics are merely our subjective perspectives of the assumed objective reality we are not subject matter experts and as such we'd like to invite you to join the discussion through the public discourse channel by adding any questions, comments, perspectives and or experiences you might have in relation to the topic at hand that being said let's dive right into this the nature of power so this i was kind of thinking on i don't know how long ago like weeks ago maybe a couple months and yeah, just thinking about how power works, because I feel like that's something that we talk about a lot of, or we hear about a lot of times, it's like who has power, this, that, and the other, but something that, in my opinion, at least for me, has been a very ambiguous thing. And so for the purposes of this discussion, I would like to define power as the capacity to manifest will into reality. So if you will something and it become, like manifests within the world around you, that is power. And so, basically, I would like to talk about what what exactly that is within a person, what can contribute to that, and how do we, I guess, kind of two things. How do we gain power intrinsically, uh, which we'll kind of get into here in a second. And then I think the other thing is, like, is power actually important? Yeah. But before any of that, Dustin... Just hearing that definition, what what are your knee-jerk reactions or thoughts on it?
0: Well, I think, first of all, my knee-jerk reaction is we should probably put the post the definition in the, the references channel. But I got you. <laughs> awesome. This is good because I may or may not have forgotten the definition that you just
1: <laughs> read aloud to us. The ability to manifest will into reality.
0: Okay, again, who is will? How do we? How are we manifesting will into reality? Is this will truly free? And, yeah. The ability to manifest will into reality. Okay. Capacity,
1: let's say. Sorry. Capacity.
0: Well, I, th- I think this is a little bit of an interchangeable
1: term there. Yeah, just to stay consistent, though. And so...
0: Power—the capacity to manifest will into reality. Well, I think that concept kind of—I know I was kind of kidding earlier, but now that I think about it, <laughs> I think that concept does seem to presuppose, I guess, the idea of of you know the existence of free will. Yeah, and and manifesting that will into changing. I would say probably manifesting that will into changing an environment, whether that's the internal environment or whether that's something some aspect or some some collection of aspects of the external environment, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, as I'm, you know, thinking out loud here, knee-jerk reaction, I would think that I think in order to fully if I think of think about power in in a positive aspect and an an aspect of an individual seeking to take control of their lives for the good of themselves and the people around them, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think that process I think the most control a person can have is the the, the internal control, right? The the control okay. of their their perspective, because we are inherently subjective beings, right? And so, being able to take charge of their the nature of their subjectivity, and this, in the sense of like their their value hierarchies, their belief systems, you know, that kind of those kind of things. Being able to take charge of those and and build those in such a way that would lead to to a more productive future, I guess you could say, or productive productive life. But I think in doing that, that, that capacity, that capability, as as you work on that, and as you as as an individual does, you know, exercises that that internal power, I think that is going to have an effect on their external environment, and like the people they hang out with, and the, you know, not just who they hang out with, but the people that they have an effect on, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, I think and then you know how they how they shape their environment and how they you know where they work and all that other kind of stuff and so but then i think that also kind of becomes a feedback loop as well in that they have they create for themselves a more positive environment for themselves which ends up reinforcing the 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 exercise of power within themselves and so yeah yeah i think i think knee-jerk reaction just when I think of power, and I think of power, maybe of the the individual, and like again, an individual trying to, trying to utilize power and exercise power in a positive sense for themselves and the people around them, I think that's kind of generally what I think of. But I think another quick aspect, and then I'll I'll let you take over, is, you know, as a as the Spider Man universe says, you know, with with great power comes great responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I do think that there is some some level of truth to that, but I think in association with the concept of power and responsibility, I think there's also the the idea of freedom associated with that. And so I think those three concepts do kind of work in tandem with the more power you have, the more free you are, but the more free you are, the more responsibility you're going to have associated with that. Yeah. In order to to develop as many positive consequences and positive, positive things in your life and in the the lives of people around you and all that kind of good stuff. So I think yeah, I think power, responsibility, and freedom do kind of kind of coexist simultaneously. But those are just kind of my my knee jerk thoughts.
1: Yeah. No. I think it's kind of crazy because I was thinking. Like I mentioned, I was thinking through this weeks ago, so I haven't really kind of touched this idea in particular in a while. But when I was really working through it, I really came to very similar conclusions. I think the first kind of idea that you were getting onto of, you know, kind of the positive feedback loop of the decisions that you make as you begin to be more responsible with the power that you have, it's going to lead to changes in your environment, which is going to lead to better decisions. I think that brings up a important dichotomy that i was thinking through which was the difference between intrinsic and extrinsic power and i would say intrinsic is probably the collection of ideas habits and actions that an individual can take regardless of the environment they're in and extrinsic power is you know the the capacity to manifest will into reality that is reliant on the external environment And so you can have friends that empower you to do things that are beyond what you're able to do in and of yourself, right? Very commonly with stuff like this, I think of, let's say, managers or bosses or people in government, so on and so forth. These people have power, but they have power that has been granted to them to where when they say something that manifest in reality if your boss says you're fired you're fired (laughs) like (laughs) and that's with the position that they're in and that's a kind of a social position and so that isn't just like they don't have that power merely in and of themselves they have that power as a result of let's say you working for them and so on and so forth whereas an intrinsic power it's saying hey regardless of the circumstances right you think of somebody that Gets free from addiction or something like that, that takes a certain level of power to where, even in a very difficult circumstance, they have the self control and they have discipline to say no to that and act on that. So that's kind of the first idea. And then the relation between power, responsibility, and freedom I think is entirely correct. I think that power is the capacity to manifest will into reality. And so if you have a greater capacity of power i would argue that you also have a greater cap, or sorry a greater quantity of things that you can bring into reality and so with that you you need a way to kind of organize those things and know which things to bring into reality right kind of as a metaphor for this think of like let's say more power let's say money is power, right? That's that's something we've heard. We do live in a capitalist society. Let's say you have more money. There are more things that you can buy. And so you have to be smarter with how you spend your money. And so I think that you can also bring competence into that. Yes, as you manage your power more responsibly and as it grows, you have more freedom, but you also have to be more competent in managing that freedom. Yeah, And, and so the... It's interesting. You kind of seem to go down a very similar trail as I went to whenever I was processing through it. But now that I've kind of shared with you what I've processed through, what are what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I do like the 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 fact that you added competence in into the discussion as well, because I think that that does also closely tie with with the responsibility aspect. Is how I guess <laughs> I guess it's really like how competent are you in handling your responsibility? Yeah, if, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I
0: I did have a thought. I don't remember what it was.
1: Well, if it comes back, let us know. But I do think that that brings in a very, very interesting idea there. Is that we say the more power you have, the more freedom, and the more responsible you have to be. Those responsibilities require you to act in a certain way to maintain, let's say, where you're at. So, in a sense, do you truly have more freedom if you have to act more responsibly and more competently?
0: So, kind of. I think, in one sense you could say no, but I think in another sense you could say yes. I think you could say no because if you're going to act responsibly, you're going to act, I guess from an outward perspective, it's going to be a more restrictive aspect. But I think you could also say yes in the sense that You are volunteering yourself to to exercise that power in that restrictive sense, if that makes sense. Yeah. Restrictive sense, if that makes sense. Okay, great. (laughs) But I lost my train of thought. Maybe I had too much coffee. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, like you're yeah, you're again you're living you're you're voluntarily submitting yourself to and i don't I don't like to say the word submitting yourself because I think that all, that does kind of insinuate a more like objective ethics kind of perspective, which I don't that's I don't want to kind of like go off into the weeds on that one. Yeah, but you you are you do understand that with with the power with power there comes again responsibility kind of ethical responsibility moral responsibility all that kind of good stuff but i also think that also think that not acting in a responsible manner is is a very good way to basically undo all of the i guess if, if you did work hard to to to, to develop that power to Develop that influence in in your life and the lives of of people around you. I think acting irresponsibly would is basically a fast track to undoing all of that, all of that work. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, I think maybe in the short run, maybe acting irresponsibly, acting deceptively, acting, you know, using using the that power for for non-good reasons or in a, in a non-good sense in a way that's not productive to yourself and the people around you i think is will eventually bite you in the ass at some point
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and i think here we can probably really start diving into developing intrinsic power because i think that's entirely accurate of like and maybe we just need to do a whole episode on freedom but I think that, let's take one thing that I personally think is a form of power, and that's integrity. I think integrity builds an immense amount of intrinsic power, of power that is within the individual, regardless of where they're at. And the reason for that is my kind of thinking is that we have all these different parts of ourselves, right? We kind of have our emotions, we have our habits, we have our intellect, we have our knowledge, we have all these different things that are a part of us, right? Mm-hmm. And the best way in which I can describe integrity is how well integrated all this stuff is together. You and I have talked about this before. I don't know that we've talked about it on the podcast, though. But yeah, all these different parts of yourself and the a, a couple of ideas here. First and foremost, I think integrity is how well all that's integrated together. Or in other words. When you make a decision, how well do all of the parts of yourself align with that decision?
0: Yeah, I think with with Tony Robbins, I think he would he would sign the word congruency to to kind of what you're describing here. And I think that's yeah. actually I think where you're going with this is actually the thought that I had that that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Go ahead. Let me get this thought out real quick, and then. Yeah. I'd like to continue talking about intrinsic power, but I'm gonna step off into extrinsic real just briefly. Okay, just to get this thought off my mind, so I can actually focus what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like you were saying, like like integrity is is a you know developing that that congruency that that integration of of yourself of your internal environment. You said something very powerful. When when we kind of talked about this, and I do think it was kind of outside the episode, so I'll share it here. You said something very powerful that, that having, being integrated, being an integrated individual adds weight behind your words. And so, and I think the, that, that aspect right there is what will allow you to exert power into your external environment. In the sense that I think we've all kind of experienced, you know, people in in leadership positions and we can easily identify those people that have just been granted those leadership positions and those people who actually like earn those leadership positions, those people who own that those leadership positions and I would think that the that. Those leadership positions that we truly respect and that we truly re- admire, and it's not just because of the position itself, but also the person in that position, is typically a person that is well integrated. And so, what they say, there are like, like you said, there's more weight behind those words, and so you're more inclined to to follow to, and, to, and to do what's been what's been commanded, what's been said, right? Yeah. And so I think that that is I don't know if maybe it's like a, like a trend transitory transitionary between the exter- or internal exercise of power into the external exercise of power, but I do think that is, that is something that's you know important and that, that we should take into account. But I would like to kind of backtrack into the, the internal environment, and I'll let you continue your thoughts on, on integrity and
1: everything. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I I think that's something that we'll get into here in a second of how intrinsic power leads to, like, uh, I'm going to put a pin in an idea and we'll come back to it, that someone who has intrinsic power will eventually work their way into also having extrinsic power. But someone who has extrinsic power will not necessarily work their way to having intrinsic power and they might actually lose their extrinsic power. That is a claim that we will come back to here in a second. But coming back to integrity, yeah, the, So integrity is essentially when you make a decision, how much of yourself is in congruency with that decision, right? Are your emo, like are your emotions in alignment with that decision? Is what you know in alignment with that decision? Is your reasoning in alignment, so on and so forth? And so that's integrity, or I think the easiest way to measure integrity is the congruency between word and action. If you say something, are you going to do it? right? Mm -hmm. So with that, I've kind of told you this before, that if you build up integrity, your words and your actions are congruent. If you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. And people are going to pay attention to that and be able to see it. But then the other side of the issue is that if you say things that you don't do, or you lie, or you say things that you know are false, so on and so forth, and I kind of mentioned this to you, is I really do think that that disintegrates you, that causes those parts of you to further separate and not be incongruent with one another. And that's how you lose power. And the reason you lose power is because, like we just said, what you say you do, or in other words, what you will, you manifest in reality, which is our definition of power, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have more integrity, as in the your words and your actions are in greater congruency with one another, then when you begin to will things, you begin to actually act them out. And in a private and a personal sense, you begin to have more power within your own life. Instead of things controlling you and things, you know, working on you, your habits, your, you know, those different parts of you work that way. Instead, it begins to go the other way. What you will begins to be what you do.
0: And I like that, yeah, and I like that you brought in kind of like the, the individual like private life because I think maintaining that integrity also requires an individual to maintain that integrity within, within themselves. And mm-hmm. I think in doing that and maintaining that integrity and maintaining that, ingru- that congruency will increase confidence in the individual, which, again, will add weight to the words that they say because they are true to themselves and they're true to you know yeah they've they've established that congruency. And so I think that's why I think it's, you know, kind of anytime the topic of like deception or lying or you know that kind of stuff I think I think it's it's easy to think of that in the sense of like, you know, interactions with other people, but I think it's also very possible to lie to yourself. Yeah. And so and I think that again like you said, like having false perceptions, like making false statements about yourself and everything will cause an individual to disintegrate themselves and will reduce their confidence in themselves. But I think again being an integrated individual, maintaining that integrity will also build confidence within the individual and add I guess more substance to the <laughs> to the individual as well
1: yeah yeah well i think that's where integrity is probably the foundation upon which intrinsic power comes into play like i don't thinking about it just now i don't know that you can really build intrinsic power without first having integrity because uh, so you know let's say congruency between word and action that's the foundation right Mm-hmm. but then there's also people that do insane things like when one person that comes to mind is david goggins which i know you've mentioned before that man not only has integrity (laughs) but he also does all of these crazy things right Mm -hmm. and so not only does he have integrity the parts of himself are well integrated together whenever to where whenever he makes a decision all of him goes with it but he's also capable of making these absolutely drastic decisions and the rest of him comes with hmm and so I think that that leads to the second part, which is discipline. And so once you kind of begin to get yourself pulled together, then beginning to get yourself to manifest what you want, let's say. Be- begin to actually do the actions that you think are important and are necessary for your life. Yeah. And as you do this, basically, I think the idea is that you begin to as you do this, the things that you thought would be absolute insanity now become actually possible. Hmm. So let's say you think for yourself, I don't know, a, a typical example might be a job that you want, or, you know, a position that you want, or a project that you want to build that you don't, you know, have the understanding for or something like that. But let's scale it way back even from that. Let's say like doing, doing a 5k, right? Let's say like you're not a runner and you want to do a 5K. Okay. Well, now with the entirety of the entirety of you integrated together within some degree that you know it's in congruency, you can begin to actually get yourself to train for a 5k. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, And so from there, you begin to train for a 5K, and over time, you might actually be able to run that 5K. Now something that you maybe never thought you could do. You've actually done,
0: and I kind of have some personal experience with this because I, when for about a year when I was in the Navy, I we had to run a 5K every week. It was like every Monday or every Tuesday, and (laughs) yeah, and so it wasn't like I had a choice. Like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go run a 5K. No, this is like, yeah, you're going to wake up at seven in the morning, and we're gonna go (laughs) run a 5K before school, like. Which makes sense, because, like, we're in school, like, all the time, like, like, and so obviously we need to get some exercise, you know, go touch grass every once in a while. Extra fries? (laughs) Huh? Extra fries? Yeah, extra fries. Cool. And so, yeah, so, like, every week we had to to go out there and, and run a 5K. So, yeah, it did, initially it did suck, and there were definitely periods of time where I had to, like, walk. But as we continued doing them, like, it did get to a point where I was able to run the entire thing. And I was able to shave off more and more time as I got more experience with with running the 5K. So, yes, kind of interesting that you brought that up. But I think kind of going back to the topic at hand, I think kind of what we're discussing now, kind of broad topic, is not just, like, intrinsic power. Well, okay, I... I think kind of the, the idea that we're top ta- we're touching on right now is that intrinsic power comes from mastery of self, yeah. And I think, yeah, trying to establish what that mastery of self looks like, I think, is kind of kind of where we're where we're at right now. And so, yeah, I would agree, establishing some level of integrity within yourself as kind of as, as a foundation. But then kind of like you said, kind of adding a, a discipline aspect of it. And I think I would I would probably even say that there's kind of a little bit of a feedback loop even in just those two those two internal aspects, right? Because yeah. first of all, you're establishing congruency in yourself, right? You're you're establishing that integrity. And then by adding that that discipline component to it, you are Telling your mind and your body, I'm going to behave in this certain way. This is the new behavior that I'm going, that I'm choosing to take on. And maybe you can even go as far as I'm choosing this new behavior. You know, maybe from an external standpoint, it's a potentially a restrictive behavior because it is in congruence, congruence, congruency, con- congruent. It is congruent. Congruent.
1: It is congruent. <laughs> English words
0: are hard. It is, it is congruent with my internal value structure, my internal belief system, right? Yeah. And so in exercising that discipline and in and, and developing that, that, whether it's a new habit or whatever, you're reinforcing that, that integrity, that, that integrated aspect of, of, of yourself. And then as you do that, you gain confidence And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to take on more responsibility so I can become more integrated with myself. And so, and as you do that, as you gain more responsibility, then when, when I I do kind of like the, the way you put it, like when you go to do something, you're bringing all of you with it. Like it's all of you are going as well because you've already established that, that disciplined lifestyle, if that makes sense. And and you've, you've kind of worked that integration discipline kind of cycle there to give you the confidence and to, to, to really help you do the, do the incredible thing that you wish to do.
1: Yeah. And I think going back to comment earlier, that's where weight behind your words comes. Like, if you ever want to say something and people know that you mean it, they need to know that the entirety of you is behind it. And I, you know, I, I personally think that we all kind of have a sense for that for other people, right? Like, very, very quickly, we kind of assess how much of a person is behind what they say. Well, so if, go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to put in here it's interesting that you mentioned that because I guess I think it's kind of a sort of quasi recent discovery that among the the neurons in our body i think they i think supposedly within the last decade or so they've discovered mirror neurons which they the psychologists and scientists assume that that's part of how we are able to communicate with each other and and kind of the more subtle aspects of of our socializing and and social aspects so Yeah. yeah i think i'm wondering if if those mirror neurons are kind of like what kind of plays a part in in detecting that that congruency in other people yeah it'd be interesting to to kind of learn more about
1: that would be very interesting i have no idea but yeah i i think that we have a sense for that and very quickly we're able to assess like is this a person that's just you know Saying things to say things, or is this a person that whenever they say something, like, the entirety of themselves goes with them, and that they're not going to separate from that. So, yeah, I I think that's where weight behind your words comes from. And, yeah, these kind of things that we're talking about, I really do think is the foundation of your own power, and that this is something you can build, regardless of the situation you're in.
0: Yeah, and I think I would even... I would even say that there's a quote by I believe Aristotle that my ethics professor kind of brought to my attention via our ethics class. <laughs> not wow. that he shared it with me, huh? <laughs> I said, "Wow." <laughs> but he had a quote in his syllabus and by Aristotle and it was it said something along the lines of the the unexamined life is one that's not worth living. And I think that really does touch kind of I guess more on the the integral side of things and that you really can't really can't You really can't integrate yourself unless you've taken the time to do like the deep dive and, and examine yourself and be like, okay What are my value systems? I even recently And I was just kind of like a quick tangent, but it does relate to the topic at hand we We covered what did we cover? We covered relative morality versus objective morality, and then we covered existentialism versus essentialism, and so I argued for objective morality, but then when it came to arguing for existentialism versus essentialism, I realized, like, and my gut reaction was that I should argue for existentialism, right? Mm -hmm. because as a freedom-loving American right I love freedom and existentialism seems to be more of a a freedom loving the freedom loving side of things right yeah but as I as I looked at the, the two dichotomies the two arguments I realized that I can't hold a a an existentialist viewpoint while also maintaining an objective morality viewpoint and yeah. so I did have to kind of and I'm still kind of working through this whole process as you know, as well, but I do have to somehow figure out a way to either I have to figure out how to how to develop some level of congruency with with those ideas, if that makes sense. And so kinda of yeah. going along with the, the integrity part, I think, and you know, examining one's own life. Yeah, I think there are definitely, you know, I don't think, I think examining one's own life is is definitely a a a process in and of itself. But I think doing mm-hmm. that and trying to trying to maintain again that that integrity and being truthful to yourself and being like, you know, I can't hold these two viewpoints. I have to figure out what's actually going on and <laughs> how I'm gonna gonna view things. Right? So
1: yeah, yeah. And that's, I think that's the kind of the importance of all of this is like we talk about freedom a lot in today's culture but I think that there's a sense of like freedom is doing what you want whereas I I don't think that that's actually freedom I think freedom is I think it's more so the capacity to do and I think that doing what you want in any given moment doesn't build integrity, but integrity increases the capacity to do. Mm -hmm. And so I think you can either talk about freedom in terms of doing what you want, or you can talk about freedom in terms of, let's say, living a good life. And I know I'm getting very, very imprecise with my speech, and I apologize for that. Philosophical? (laughs) On Philosopher's Stone? One second. My headset died, so I can't hear you.
0: Ah. My headset died. My name's Darren.
1: I just said I can't hear you. What? All right, I'm back. (laughs) Welcome back. Thank you. (laughs) Threw me off for a second because I saw on Discord, like, the ring around my name showing that I was speaking. I was like, oh, right. My mic is not my headset. (laughs) Fascinating. (laughs) I know. I know. It's amazing what modern technology can do well, i guess i get to edit
0: out two minutes of content here
1: <laughs> two that was like 10 seconds okay 10 whole seconds i have to no, I'm kidding. <laughs> or you could just leave it in i know how i feel tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> where was i, <laughs> I mean, power freedom imprecise speech might need a little make a little irish coffee to edit this episode <laughs> <laughs> Did you make an Irish coffee for this episode? (laughs) Now that I think about it, I probably should have. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) But, yeah.
0: Power. Responsibility.
1: Power. Responsibility.
0: Yeah, freedom. Freedom between a hedonistic sense and the ability to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I personally think that true freedom what what kind of i'm interested in like what i want to get at through discussions on this podcast is what builds good people right what builds people that are capable of withstanding difficult situations and so i i think that true freedom is the capacity to do well even in difficult situations
0: i would say there's probably
1: competence but I don't think that you can build competence unless you are
0: free to to do, to build that competence.
1: Well, I think that competence is the capacity, or is maybe knowing what to do. Competence might be associated with wisdom, right? With your ability to know what to do in a situation. But I think true freedom is the capacity to actually do that.
0: Semantics, but continue. <laughs>
1: And so that's what I'm far more interested in. And I think that developing intrinsic power gives you a greater capacity of freedom that you're capable of doing. Yeah, whenever you will something, the entirety of you is behind it, and so you can do that. We're just repeating ourselves at this point. But where that leads into is I think that then, when you build that intrinsic freedom, when you're in your day-to-day life, you're capable of doing things to a far greater degree of excellence and competence than other people because the power gives you the capacity to do excellence and the freedom that you gain from that power forces you to be more competent and to pay attention to the world around you to a greater extent. And so then I think you can put that individual in more circumstances than someone who has less integrity and less intrinsic power. And they're going to do better, regardless of those circumstances. Hmm. Any thoughts, comments, concerns on that one?
0: Yeah, let me throw that in the uh, public discourse real quick. I kid, I kid. No, I think you're you're a hundred percent aggregate Accurate. <laughs> 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 My brain's jacked up on caffeine right now, but yeah. So I guess with that being said yeah so so developing the the internal power right through through integrity through the self-examination through and through self-examination integrity through integrity discipline discipline creates freedom and freedom competence Mm -hmm. right and i think i would probably say that that competence would probably be the the power within the external environment or at least like the transitionary power into the the external environment if that makes sense so then i
1: think so i i think it kind of spider webs out from there spirals out from there kind of creating this positive feedback loop that competence gives you a greater capacity to manage your power your responsibility and your freedom. And so your capacity to manage that increases the capacity for that, and then you build up more capacity for that, which builds up more competence, which builds up more capacity, and so they, it creates an upward spiral that, over time, leads to le- leads to I mean leads to a very great person, <laughs> leads to somebody that when they walk into a room has the respect of everyone around them, because they are well-integrated within themselves, and even if you disagree with them, you still have to admire the fact that they can actually make a decision and stick to it.
0: Mm-hmm. And not just make a d- decision, but it's, like, a... a. It's not a half-hearted decision. It's a full, like... Yeah. This is what's happening. This is what's going down.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then... uh, Sorry. the stuff we've said already. Just when they say something... You you believe it because you know that the entirety of them is behind it. Yeah. And I think that that allows you to do well in life. In just about any social circle. In just about any environment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think kind of going into like the external power for a brief second. I think, you know, when we talk about, I think from, from a casual perspective. We talk about power. We talk about like the external, I guess, the external effects of power, the external exercise of, of power, and then we take we talk about responsibility, and we talk about responsibility in the sense of that external, that external manifestation of of power, mm-hmm. external exercise of power. So where, I guess, in my mind, that responsibility still has to. The res- does that responsibility have to be in congruence with the discipline, the internal discipline of the individual I guess how does how does that that work
1: Wait which responsibility
0: so like just in general like when like when we talk about like you know the you know the Elon Musks the Jeff Bezos right the the Presidents and the the you know whoever people that are that are in power, right? and we say like they are in power, therefore they should act responsibly, right because they have so much power because they can exercise so much external power. Mm-hmm. right obviously, I think from obviously, from a generic sense, from a ver- from a casual perspective, we mean they should act in accordance with our individual morals, right, our individual you know what have you our individual value system but i guess is is that really the case for those powerful individuals or i guess what does for, for for someone acting for someone exercising their power and their power being influencing their external environment wherein does the responsibility lie and how does that how does that play into this discussion of of power i guess you could say I, i'm basically yeah. trying to shift the conversation kind of more towards the, the external and then how does that I guess, yeah how, how does that work between the individual in power and then the people who view that
1: individual in power yeah i would say because let me let me make sure that i understand the question it's like we kind of assume that these individuals must to some extent act in our interest as well because they have such grandiose influence Right? I would say in a in a
0: casual sense, yes. But I guess I'm also looking for like if we're really trying to dig deep, kinda like you and I are, when we say that people in power should act responsibly, like what does that I don't know, maybe I don't even know, I understand my own question.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it, what what does that mean? And Kind of tentatively, we've said our definition of good is what's good for you and for the people around you, right? hmm And the reason for that, I think, from a metaphysical standpoint, is because I think that life is sacred. Human life is sacred, and so you need to act in what's good for human life. But I think in the more practical respect, you know, let's say you at the very least value your own life. Well... <laughs> Like, what good is it to be doing well and for the people around you to all be suffering, be ignorant, and blind? Hmm. You know? Like, yeah. what, what kind of a world is that to live in? A
0: tyrannical one.
1: Yeah, a tyrannical one, but a very empty one. Like...
0: It'd almost be like a utopia. <laughs> I'm
1: kidding. But, like... You know, let, let's say you and I hopped into Valheim, right? And you've got all the decked out gear and I'm still, right, only wearing leather armor. <laughs> not, is a, not even the, the <laughs> leather scrap armor. And you want to go fight the the dragon, right? Is that going to be fun?
0: Yeah, it'll be a blast. <laughs> okay, you you Thanks. can do that. Maybe not for you, but... <laughs>
1: But, I'll send you in to die first, and then uh no, I'm Not gonna last long. I'm still eating berries. A berry. A berry. But yeah, like I think that you know, let's say you're Elon Musk, right? You just eat Twitter for lunch, right? Like, <laughs> wait, what? Like he he just like on a random day decides to buy Twitter, <laughs> like. That was the weirdest like metaphor I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. I don't know how I feel about that. But let's say you do that, right? Like you you kind of are at the top of the world. It's like well, okay, what kind of world do you want to live in? On Mars. Okay. <laughs> the point is you want to live like if you are that if you are at that point, let's say you are that integrated and let's say you truly do have that much internal power, that that much external power is appropriate, wouldn't you want to live in a world that is worthy of that power? Yeah. And so what that means is you need to take actions to lift the rest of the world up to match where you're at. So if that's the case, would that
0: then be what I guess the, the responsible thing to do is to promote ways in which individuals can develop some level of integrity and congruency within themselves so they can develop their own power.
1: Yeah. Interesting. And beyond this, this is the other important thing about this, is that you... Two... uh, Like, three halfway competent people can do far more than one competent person. (laughs) Like, if you... Surround yourself by people that are able to operate at the level that you are. A couple of things are going to happen. First and foremost, you're going to be driven to go past where you're capable, like where your capacity is right now.
0: No, just let them take it. <laughs>
1: I'm kidding. So first and I'm foremost, sorry. you're <laughs> fine. Whatever episode done. All right, guys, see you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But surrounding yourself with people that. You know, are able to operate at a level of competence that you are at is going to force you to be more competent because the problems that you guys are going to be solving are not the ones that you've already solved. They're going to be the ones that you haven't solved yet.
0: That'd be reasonable, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> and so <laughs> I know sorry, a few people. I know a few people who are
1: really good at reinventing the wheel. The wheels. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, Michelin. Who? The tire company? Okay. I was thinking good year, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, let's say, yeah, so that's the first thing that's going to happen. You're going to be driven to do that. But then the second thing that's going to happen is that you and those people are going to be able to accomplish far more than you could on your own if those people weren't around. Yeah. And... The, this is something that we could probably do a whole nother episode on. And I know we're kind of running out of time here, but something that, I've, that has kind of shifted within me lately is I think what a very popular idea right now is the lone wolf, right? Mm-hmm. It's the person that is just extremely competent and capable and operates alone because the rest of the world doesn't act like them.
0: The Sigma male.
1: Yes. That, like, that's a very, very popular idea right now. And what's begun to shift within me lately, because now I'm surrounded with very, very competent people that are more competent than me, that are capable of doing more than I am. And I'm in community with them, huh? (laughs) Awesome. And so I'm working with these people, and suddenly it's like no, these people are capable of doing far more than me. But with all of us working together, we're capable of doing far more than any one of us individually. And so I'm really getting an appreciation for community and for, you know, what it's like to be in community with other people that are very driven and very capable. And it's been very, firstly, just very rewarding, but it's also continually called me to, do more than I'm doing right now.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and I think kind of getting more serious here. I know me being serious is a shocker, but I think that's also a. I, I agree with you in that in as being in a in a place where you're full of people who either a are competent or b are seeking competence is a very synergistic and a very productive. Environment to be in, yeah. But I think, and so I think, people who don't seek competence but are still in that group can can have a drastically negative effect on that group mm. because they're, yeah, they're they're not pulling their weight, so to speak. Yeah, and you know, sure, you you can be technically incompetent, but as long as you are trying, you know what I'm saying you're you're yeah. maybe you're doing the 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 grunt work, <laughs> stuff that's easy, but you're taking it off the plate of the more competent people, and you are also learning in the process, right? And so, yeah, even like just by changing your your focus and perspective and your mentality in that sense, you are developing competence in in that regard. But I think just sitting on the sidelines, just like, and I think sitting on the sidelines, not doing anything, not giving a crap, I think I think that also has something to say about the individual's integrity as well, because clearly they don't want to be there, right? Yeah. So they're in a position they don't want to be in, and so that seems to be a representation of of a lack of integrity within that individual, because if that individual was true to themselves and they realized, yeah, this group is not for me they would not be in that group to begin with yeah. right they would go choose another group to to be in one that they that they do feel more in sync with and so as such they they lack the internal personal power right to to drive them to become a competent individual and so and as a result they bring they're essentially dead weight at that point <laughs> and so yeah. Yeah. And so I think, I think, yeah, being an integrated individual, developing again that individual power and then surrounding yourself with people who are like minded, who also are trying to, trying to develop their own internal personal power as well as their, their external power. I think it's a very good, very good place to, place to be in.
1: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Good I stop. think that's probably a good place to stop. If I'm being honest, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to this discussion. Yeah, the I, I feel like these last few discussions have just been, I don't know, a, a little different and been interesting to get into. I don't know. How do you feel about them, Dustin? Garbage. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've been they've been good,
0: good discussions. As always, that's what we're looking for for yeah. synergistic conversations on a myriad of complex and complicated topics. That is what we are here for on Philosopher's Stone.
1: Yes, sir. And so, yeah. Do you have any what, what do we call them? Anything for people to think on this week?
0: I would I would recommend, you know, maybe taking some some time out of your day or your week or whatever, and you know, kind of follow follow. Aristotle's advice, and, and kind of examine your own life, and just, like, develop, begin to, to develop, I mean, I'm sure people have and everything, but I guess just, you know, take a look, and, and try to develop that, that, that integration, or at least, if you do believe, if you are an integrated individual, at least, you know, it's always good to do a little bit of maintenance work, you know what I'm saying, I don't know if that's the correct metaphor to use there, but, I think it's always good to kind of like check back every once in a while. And be like, "Am I good? Yeah, I'm good. Let's, you know, let's do this thing." And so, yeah, I would recommend maybe taking. I know I'm definitely going to be taking some time to to kind of reevaluate what what you know, kind of my internal belief system, value structures, and just making sure everything is kind of in alignment kind of like what you do with your car you got to make sure your car is in alignment so it'll drive straight
1: so yeah yeah and i think that's great and so yeah and as always think critically and live fully hope you guys have a great week